Hey sluts, I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Taurus Rising. And I'm Danny, a Sag Sun, Leo Moon, Leo Rising. <laughs> and we're, we're your Astro Sluts. <laughs> good afternoon. <laughs> well, you good know, morning. it's going to be a good episode when we're already crying by hey. <laughs> Now that we've said nothing for 30 seconds, today's episode is on communication. Perfect. We're clearly very talented in this area. We're going to focus on our Mercury signs through all the signs and like how they communicate mostly in like a hookup sex kind of environment um, because it's slut hot summer. Mm Mm-hmm keeping it up we're gonna talk about it (laughs) let's talk about sex baby thanks for calling astro sluts leave your birth time want to know how to get that guy text their mom we're gonna need that time we'll be your latest crush call us astro sluts pitch perfect's been coming up a lot for me oh my god really that's so funny i don't know why Every now and then, I'm like, should I just watch it? It's just <laughs> so weird. I feel like there's something about it. Yeah. I know there. it's definitely, like, a pillar of yeah. culture. No, it is. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll have to watch it. I think you should. It seems like a movie that you would like a lot. Falls I did. like, Mamma Mia. Yeah, category. I did really like it. It's just so cringe and weird. But, like, <laughs> I did really like it, I think. Yeah. No, and I think good. there's, like, five of them. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's definitely, like, way more than I've seen. Yeah, me too. Okay, maybe we'll start over. Start the saga. Do you have any life updates for us? Not, like, a ton. I am in less of a prison inside of my mind. Thank you for everyone's (laughs) kind words. Um, I pulled myself out of that. Um, Feeling much more, like, just grounded in reality and rational thought Mm -hmm. and, like, I've re-regulated myself. I've made so much art in the last week. Good. So that's like amazing, both like at work and at home. And so that is just, yeah, that's exciting. I'm, instead of spiraling about other stuff, I'm just putting it all into my art, which is just exactly what we should be doing. Yeah. Beautiful. What about you? Well, I wrote down Guava LaCroix. Oh. (laughs) Have you had it? I must not, I don't think so. It's so good. And okay. it's just something that I feel like I keep trying to tell you, but I'm like, well, I'll just share with the class. <laughs> it's literally Great. so good. It's like a pink and green, like cute can, mm-hmm. but I really recommend it. It's at the Target in Oak Park and it's not, I haven't been able to find else. it around here, but keep an eye out for it because it's literally so good. Great. Okay. And then my other thing I want to talk about today is Married at First Sight. Please. Okay. So I literally love this show. My boyfriend and I like love it. We'll like binge a whole season in a weekend. (laughs) And it is just like, I mean, obviously like all of the seasons, but for some reason, I want to say it's season 12. It's the one that takes place in 2020. It is like most, the most like apparent, like just like how these people just like need therapy yeah. and they're literally like what I need is to just be married yeah. it is crazy it is so interesting to me um 
a little side note is I they tried to cast I like got a, a DM a couple like April maybe yeah to get casted on it so they are casting for Chicago so I think this is something that we will have to follow up on and kind of see well, how this, someone's gonna know somebody that's what I'm like I know like we'll have to keep tabs on this because recording and obviously when it airs I feel like we have to do like we have to do an episode <laughs> on it or something because it's the craziest show I don't even know like if it'll go to TLC first or if now it's gonna go right to Netflix mm. I'm not even sure who it was, it was a TLC show right. but I don't know like if Netflix owns it I have no idea what the deal is they but must. It is such a crazy show. Like, literally, these people in their first interviews, they're like, well, I just, like, I haven't dated anyone in seven years because, like, I always am just so quick to, like, shut people down or, like, throw people away. Like, I don't, like, open myself up or, like, I'm really afraid of rejection. So, like, if I'm just married already, I'm like, oh, my God. No. Like, that is, like, the... I can't believe you, like, like put that train of thought together in your head. Yeah. And, like, I feel like, honestly, like, the only people that would be good for it are the people that are, like, oh, she falls in love all the time. They're, like, super open or they're, like, whatever. They just, like, find the good in everyone. And it's literally, like, the opposite people that are going on it. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. This season, if you want, like, a really good season to watch, watch season 12 because one of the people, their ex-fiance is like a couple weeks pregnant so obviously they were still like having relations while the show was casting this poor woman is now married to this man and like literally a truly an innocent bystander she did it's not like she was dating this guy no yeah like a literal innocent person is now just like swept up in these people's like kind of drama like yeah just like the producers just like straight up ruining this lady's life yeah oh my god it's like it's literally crazy (laughs) but I think it's just such an interesting from like obviously we know I love like relationships and like therapy slash anti-therapy I guess it is anti-therapy and it is so interesting I really recommend it (laughs) I really recommend it just like the way people talk and the way they rationalize things is so fascinating to me yeah little little lab rats yeah I love that kind of reality tv where you're like wow what happens to humans when you put them under these crazy circumstances I know and obviously they're like matched by experts it's like a pastor, a relationship therapist, and maybe another like relationshipy kind of therapist person. And like, you're literally like, like they obviously, Ooh. yeah, like, well, one of them is named Dr. Pepper Schwartz. <laughs> so obviously that was a huge hook for my boyfriend to start watching the show. Say, it I was like, say, Dr. Pepper! I was literally about to say, I feel like he would find that so funny. He brings that every time. Dr. Pepper's on screen. He like yells. Dr. Pepper's here. So first of all, there's a woman named Dr. Pepper on it. So just, you know, take everything with a grain of salt that's happening. But it's like, like, I just can't get over like, I'm like, do you think that they're really trying to match people? Are they trying to match people for drama? I'm like, do you think these people really in their heart of hearts think they're doing good work? Because Mm. like the woman that they paired this like messy man with is truly like 
a woman of God to the most <laughs> delusional of levels. Like she, when this news broke, she was like, you know, God wouldn't give me something I can't handle. Like, you know, we made a vow to each other. I am his wife. So like I have to stick by him. He's going to stick by me as his wife. I'm happy to be a bonus parent to the shot. Like miss. You don't even know this man. No, she was. She's truly like such a nice, like genuine, pure intentioned person. And you're like, you don't owe this guy literally anything. But like, she took vows under God in her opinion. So like, but it's just so interesting to me. And I'm like, I wonder like how the matchmakers like get paid. I don't know. You know, I I low key think just like for their time on the show. Yeah. They're or not like, on it a lot, though. Oh, they're they're characters. Like, yeah, like they just do like the intro. Like, typically, couples would be consummating their marriage on the night of the wedding, but these people are strangers. So, like, let's see what happens. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of in it throughout. Obviously, they do the matchmaking at the beginning, and then when they go back to real life, they have like visits with them. Interesting. And then they're in the last episode. Well, I think we would be really good at that. I think maybe I we too. should look into being move experts. over Dr. Yeah. Pepper shorts. <laughs> the sluts are here. No, literally. Because it's, yeah, it's so interesting. And then obviously I'm like, do these people have legitimate practices or things outside of this? Because if I saw them matching these people, I would be like, well, no, thank you. <laughs> no, Yeah. I don't I would imagine they don't have like not. bad advice obviously when they're giving advice but I'm like I don't wouldn't call them matchmakers right but I wouldn't even call like a relationship therapist necessarily a matchmaker either yeah it's no, not like they feel like it's a different job it is highly recommend <laughs> Love. really good stuff happening on the TLC lots to learn lots to learn shall we get into the, the roster. roster absolutely i will start us off with this week's new moon in leo um on august 16th this is going to be a wonderful time to go make something continue your artistic journey journal get clear on your goals um especially when it comes to like creative endeavors passion projects flirtationships leadership roles any of those really leo themes here um, I feel like also it would be a fun time to like make a vision board or like host a vision board night with your friends. Good energy this week for that. Um, also with the Venus retrograde, a really good time to like take a step back and focus on like self-love or like focus on how you can better take care of yourself. What like maybe new hobbies or new like um, routines you can get into like self-love wise. Um This new moon is going to be squaring Uranus. So definitely going to be like even an extra push to let go of old patterns or habits that aren't serving you. So if there is something that you really feel like is like standing in the way of like how you treat yourself or how you like make art or put yourself out there, um, definitely take note of anything that comes up and maybe just let it, let it go, leave it behind. Um, And as always, you can see um, which house Leo falls in your birth chart to like get a little more specific on the themes that might come up for you this new moon. Or like if you have want to set intentions for that specific area of your life, you can do that. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Then on August 23rd, we have the sun entering Virgo. So it'll be Virgo season. Um, So then the sun will be lighting up the house in your chart that Virgo is in. Um, Earth is an earth sign. It's a mutable earth sign. So it's going to be super hardworking, stable. And it's also our mutable signs like close out the end of season. So it's very much like end of summer, back to school kind of energy. Um, This is going to be a great time to, you know, as we did, get your new pens, your folders, Mm -hmm. your school supplies for the year ahead. Um, And just like time to like sit down at your desk, get serious, like make plans for the fall that like are going to help you achieve your hopes and dreams, which is beautiful. Um, Leo is like very, or Leo season was like very me focused kind of energy. It's very Mm -hmm. much like I am the center of attention and then Virgo can kind of lean the opposite a little bit, I think, and be more like too concerned about like what other people are doing or just like critical of others. So I think something to keep in mind this next season, but a posi trait that we can take from Virgo is that they are just like very intentional and like efficient with their time, energy, resources. Mm-hmm. So a good time to like kind of re-look at where where your outputs are and how you can like readjust to find things that are more worth your time. Beautiful. Can't wait. Up next is our sex ed segment. Uh, Like we said at the beginning of the episode, we are going to be covering Mercury through the signs today. Um, So we are going to be talking all about communication and communicating your needs, whether it's like in a hookup with your partner or just in general, just communicating your needs because you're a person with needs. Um, I feel like you can definitely obviously listen for your Mercury, but you could also listen for like your son or anything else that feels relevant to you as we go through. Um, should we just get into it? I think so. Cool. I'll start with Aries. Um, Aries are going to be typically very unfiltered, direct, very speak your truth energy when it comes to Mercury. Um, and I think just like definitely lean into this, use it to your advantage, especially when you're talking about things that might be like uncomfortable or might make you nervous or like you feel shy um but like use your Aries energy to your advantage to like take the lead start the like little stickier uncomfortable conversation um but then also take a deep breath 
Aries like can sometimes come off as like really just like to the point, which is great. But you also want to make sure you're communicating like what you want to actually be saying. Don't just like spew the words that are like popping into your head out of your mouth. Like take a moment and step back and make sure you're like getting your points across how you want to. Um, And I think these conversations for an Aries Mercury would come off better IRL. Like, I think a lot of times with a fire mercury, they just come out better in person. You can, like, people can understand your vibe a little more. You don't seem too, like, harsh over text. Um, even over the phone, but probably in person. Um, and I think for an Aries, too, like, you could bring something, like, new and exciting to your partner. So I think, like, maybe look at it in that light. Like, you can bring them a new idea or a new concept or a new way of, like, communicating or thinking about your sex life or, like, your communication patterns. So I think just be brave. Let your Aries energy flow. For Taurus Mercuries, Overall, all the earth sign Mercuries are going to be like slower processors than the rest of the signs. It's going to take them some time to like feel comfortable communicating with another person or like it's going to take them a week to like process something that happened. Like you're let's say you're hooking up with them. They need like a week and then a week later they can be like, hey, okay, so. If this were to happen again, here's Mm -hmm. what I would need or whatever. Like it's just is going to like take some time um Taurus is going to be very traditional I would say like during sex they're never gonna like say something you've never heard before yeah totally (laughs) they're not gonna shock you um and they are just like they want all the classic like nice things to be said like they Mm -hmm. probably have like their image of like sex and communication around that like based off of their like favorite like romance movie totally there's a script already yeah um if you have a Taurus Mercury I would say like feel free to like take the time that you need like don't feel pressured to like say something just to say something like you are going to be someone that like needs to Mm -hmm. think about it and like you're not you are not going to want to say anything until you like are confident in what you have to say if that makes sense mm-hmm. um I would also say like do some reflecting before you go into like a sexual situation or some sort of like conversation around this um and like know what your boundaries are beforehand because you're gonna have a hard time like thinking or like communicating them on the spot um which is you know potentially good advice for everyone yeah go in, go in with a plan totally um and then also I think a Taurus Mercury is going to be very like affected by their environment so I think like having those tougher conversations either like in your own space or making sure it's like a space mm-hmm. where you're comfortable like the lighting is right like that kind of thing it smells yeah. good yeah absolutely um for Gemini Mercury's you are well, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So this is like a very comfortable placement when it comes to communication. Um, but Mercury also moves fast and so do Gemini's. So I think just like keep that in mind, especially if you're like trying to communicate something new to someone or like in a new relationship or partnership or whatever. Like you want to make sure that like you're getting all your points across and not just like spewing out information at someone that they're like trying to catch all your points. 
Um, and I think also with Gemini's, like you can be very like you can be very witty and very playful and very fun, which I think is always like nice if you're like especially if your partner is maybe like a little more shy or uncomfortable like you can definitely like just bring up the mood and like play into that but I also think like make sure that you're not like over making like jokes or silly if you're trying to have a serious conversation um like if you need to like set the tone or like set a boundary like we have to have a serious conversation like I think that's fine you know what I mean like I have to like I feel like I'm like that like I have to be like okay I have to actually say something yeah. <laughs> like I have to make a point here and then it's like okay like make your point but I feel like it could be similar with like a Gemini like if you're just like we need to like actually talk about something and I like have to actually communicate what I need I can't just be like oh ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal laugh it off whatever so like if you need to just set the tone and be like I have to I have to state a point and you have to make sure like as the person in this conversation too, like just pull it out of me if you need to yeah where's your mercury Sagittarius okay so yes similar similar energy opposite but same (laughs) yeah (laughs) um for cancer mercuries we know that all of our water signs are gonna be a bit emotional and sentimental um but for cancer specifically we always say, you know, they're going to come at things sideways as the Mm -hmm. crab does. So this is going to be someone that's definitely more of like a body language person as opposed to like a verbal communicator, like direct and upfront. Um, Definitely someone you might have to like decode a little bit. Um, I would say that like for someone with a mercury in cancer, like, we can't read your mind like Mm -hmm. like an active service or whatever or if like you you cross your arms and and that's to you is like really letting the other person know that you're upset with that like maybe you could just say that you're upset about something or didn't like something or that you want something just an idea Mm -hmm. um But I hope that you find partners that, you know, make you feel brave, will like make you feel like you can be bold and be like, hey, can we try this position today or like Mm -hmm. whatever that thing may be? Um, We all have things to work on. Yeah. For Leo Mercury, um, this placement is typically like going to be quite good at bringing the conversation back to themselves. So I think like use that to your advantage, especially when you're trying to talk about your needs being met when it comes to sex. Um, And you're going to want, I think, especially for this placement, like this is going to be like something where you're going to want the other. You're like going to need the other person to care or like need the other person to take that feedback. I think like obviously like if you're putting yourself out there for a Leo and then it's like not not reciprocated or you don't feel like you're getting like that kind of like return or like the notes were not taken I feel like it would just feel like very hurtful or like they don't care yes so I think taken definitely, very personally yeah absolutely so I think like make sure also that the people you're having conversations with are just like worth it 
worth the conversations worth your energy and time um but I think Leos are also very good at giving compliments so maybe make the other people feel special use your like beautiful Leo powers your sunshineness to compliment sandwich them (laughs) give them something you like Mm -hmm. give them some feedback or something you want to try or work on and then remind them that you love having sex with them and (laughs) you are so happy to be in this conversation let's go sexy compliment sandwich (laughs) um yeah oh and if you're feeling stuck communication wise I feel like it might be nice to just like do a creative activity with your partner or like the person you're having sex with um or even just like yourself just like do an activity that would like unlock that for you or maybe make you feel like a little bit closer to them so then you can kind of figure out what you need to say from there I'm imagining like, um, you know, those like fridge magnets that are like all you can make poetry out of yeah, them. Yeah. I'm imagining like a sexy version. I love of that. Those, those fridge magnet. Beautiful. <laughs> exactly. For Virgo Mercury, Virgo can be like a little bit withholding. Like they definitely need to like find the person worthy enough to like mm-hmm. speak their mind to them. So it might take someone like a few hookups or whatever to like get comfortable like saying like, hey, I actually hate when you do that one thing. Yeah. Um, but they are going to be like straight to the point. Any earth sign is not going to be like there's not going to be a lot of fluff involved in their communication mm-hmm. style. Um, I would say for Virgos, like depending on the other person's chart, like they might read some of your like feedback as criticism. So, you know, we could potentially work on like softening our delivery or maybe you're with like an Aries or someone that like they're not going to care. They're just going to be like, yeah, that's exactly what you mean. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like dependent, I would say. Um, But also... Uh, maybe we could try not being so serious. We love growth. Um, And like a Virgo, when they like let loose, can be like extremely hot and kinky. Um, So I would say don't be afraid to like be a little bit silly or like Mm -hmm. let someone see a different side of you like in a bed. (laughs) Um, Libra Mercury. Um, I really like as a Libra rising, like I... I hate having I hate having conversations (laughs) so like I can only imagine if you have a Libra Mercury like how heavy and like scary this would feel um because you obviously like you just I know you really care about your partner like feeling good and feeling confident in themselves and like wanting to feel good about themselves you don't want to seem like a bother or like you're asking for too much like I totally get that so I would say like for sure like (laughs) safety environment wise is going to be huge like feeling like you're in a safe location you're in a nice like neutral space even um maybe it's like you even like send a text you write it out in your notes app before and then you like hype yourself up to send it um I know just like personally like I can just think of like when I would be in like a guy's bed and he'd be like was that good was that good did you like that and you're just like yeah like please don't (laughs) ask me like I just like so like uncomfortable so I think like figure out like where the right like place and the right setting the right tone is for you for all of that um and then like and then figure out how to have those conversations like it doesn't need to be like immediately like before or after sex like if that feels Mm -hmm. like scary like it literally can be like a separate thing um 
also like you said this maybe with Taurus but like setting ground rules before I think would be really good for a Libra just like get it out into the open and then like you don't have to worry about it like clouding or like stressing you out during um even like maybe doing like one of the like a Serena Kerrigan let's fucking play or let's Mm -hmm. fucking fuck card game where you just like force yourself to open up so you're already like in the mindset of like thinking about yourself and what you do like um but then you'll probably like I just think finding that balance is going to be what's going to feel fulfilling like you'll want to say your piece but you're going to also want your partner to say their piece like I think you're going to need to feel like like you would just feel uncomfortable I think if you only said what you wanted and your partner was just like you're great you know what I mean like then you're going to be still feeling like oh my god like that's not now I'm such a bother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like make sure you encourage your partner to also like give feedback or some something back so you or feel like you're on first. like yeah, like an equal little balanced playing field there. For Scorpio. Scorpio Mercuries are definitely the quietest mm-hmm. of our Mercury signs. They like just have so many big deep thoughts and feelings that are swirling around in their brain Scorpio can get like very obsessive and possessive and like Mm -hmm. there's so much going on in there that it feels like like the world could not possibly handle the thoughts inside of their head um so they're gonna keep them inside and like not communicate with you until I don't know when (laughs) until they deeply trust you yeah um once they do like they are willing to open up to to you they're gonna be like just like intense communicators they really want like true deep intimacy Mm -hmm. with another person um as long as you get to the point where you can like where you can handle it you know yeah um if you have a scorpio mercury uh just remember no one can read your mind yeah uh people can handle your thoughts and they would love to hear them Mm -hmm. they would they the people that care about you and love you and want to like connect with you physically and emotionally etc um they want to know what's going on um so open up why not what could happen what's the worst that could happen maybe just do a little better (laughs) um and on more of a fun note I definitely recommend some like dom sub talk Mm -hmm. in the bedroom Scorpio loves like a power dynamic so yeah Sagittarius Mercury I think this can really this is me but I think this could go like two one of two ways um Uh, There's definitely like the over just like optimistic energy of just like I could just see them being like having the worst sex ever. And they're like to each their own, (laughs) you know, like just like, well, you know, it is what it is. I'm happy. They're happy. (laughs) And then I think on the other hand is them just being like just like coming off as like overly blunt or like too harsh to the point kind of vibe to like where you could hurt someone's feelings. Um So definitely, like, I think always just therapy 101, lead with your needs. Don't make comments on, like, what the other person is doing. (laughs) Um, But, like, just lead with, like, what you want or what you like, what makes you feel good so you don't, like, come off as, like, you know, you're 
judging or like belittling them or whatever. Um, and I think it would be nice to like lean into your like academic teacher, Sag energy and like give the person you're sleeping with the knowledge of what you like. Share your knowledge of yourself. You could look at it like you're teaching or like opening up a new a new avenue <laughs> of learning for them. Um, and I know personally for me with this placement, I just like don't really like like to talk about things like I'm just like I would rather just like do it like I feel like in everything like I'm just like I don't want to read instructions for something I just want to try it I don't really want to mm-hmm. talk about having sex I just want to have sex um so I think like what works like in my relationship is like either like sexting and then like you can just like like work things into it like I think we both do that or just like after you can just be like we should try this next time because you're already like in the that mindset or like literally just like after sex saying like oh I like that or like we should do this next time um because I just like for me I just think like a whole separate thing is where I get weird yeah like if I'm just like we're we're sitting there watching married at first sight and you're gonna (laughs) like bring up you know I would be like oh my like okay sure like I don't know not right like not anymore in our relationship we're a little too deep for that but like I think in the past I would be like what okay yeah yeah, yeah. like I don't want to talk about this right now can we talk about it like when we're doing it but I think like mixing it in yeah sprinkling it in is going to feel more natural for a Sag for Capricorns Capricorn Mercury's are going to take more of like a business approach to communication it's giving corporate google cal <laughs> yeah put it on their google cal they're coming with like a powerpoint and they're like <laughs> this is what i have to say um you know but they just they want what they want and they know um capricorn mercury's are going to like in general they just like would like to gain something from you Mm -hmm. like if you don't interest them or like if you're not like benefiting them in some way they're just like not gonna have any interest in like giving you the time of day um I have Mercury in Capricorn (laughs) which I definitely experience this with like the slower processing times Mm -hmm. like the other earth signs um and yes just like I'm not gonna like say whatever like comes to the top of my mind I am Mm -hmm. gonna like sit and think about it and like only say what I like really truly mean um and I don't know I do I do think I am a little bit serious sometimes in my communication of just like I like you now what like yeah okay we've established this it's there's no like yeah dreamy vibes here yeah totally um but like a Capricorn Mercury has other stuff to do, other stuff to think about. Like, let's get on with it. Yeah. Um, And then, I don't know. I would always say for a Capricorn Mercury, it's, like, nice to just be aware of the Capricorn, like, opportunistic, like, power-hungry kind of tendencies. It's something I'm just always, like, yeah. ev- evaluating. Totally. Um, Aquarius Mercury, definitely going to be very like open-minded, want to hear like everyone's point of view, hear their partner out or the people they're sleeping with out. Um, but I really do think like this is another one that like is going to lean heavy on the other people or person involved. Like you're going to want to be with someone who is willing to like have an open, open conversation or just like 
be with someone who like wants to have an intellectual conversation is going to lean like more heady probably than like romantic um so I feel like it's just like it's less like like almost similar but different to Capricorn like it's less hard eyes and just more like wanting to like know about this person I want to know like I want to tell you about myself like what do you think about this maybe asking questions um but with Aquarius I just think they're always going to want to feel like respected and safe to share their like weird quirky ideas or needs or wants um which again I think obviously comes from one having just like the confidence to share those things but two you want to be in a safe space where you like feel like you could just say something and be open with what you want and it's going to be received not like laughed at or something god mm-hmm. forbid that, would, that sounds literally terrible <laughs> it does sound terrible like that's like would be my worst nightmare so I think it's another one like Le- like I feel like for me like the Leo and Aquarius are giving kind of like you want to be with the right in the right kind of relationship or dynamic to have those conversations for sure I think also leading into mercury and pisces mm-hmm. um also very much gonna yeah. need like someone where they can just like say whatever comes to their totally. mind and like work through things and fantasize and daydream and like you're not as much gonna want to be with someone that's like okay what's what are we here to yeah. accomplish today and then let's move on and not talk about this again yeah again. totally um but mercury and pisces they're gonna be very much like daydreamers they could just talk to you about nothing all day i could see them being as very good like role players mm-hmm. um just like super imaginative and they are probably going to be coming into your hookup or whatever as like having big fantasies They've like, they've imagined it all before in all the locations, all the ways, Um, which I would say to someone with Mercury and Pisces, like, try not to like build, build up someone too much or like build up a situation. Like, you just never know how it's going to go. And I feel like that sets you up to like be disappointed. Yeah. Like not enjoy the reality of it. Yeah. Although we have a Pisces friend who loves this um this lyric <laughs> in a song and it's like it's something like keep dreaming even if it breaks your heart or something <laughs> which is so cute <laughs> but I feel like that is just yeah. so like the most Pisces shit ever yeah literally they're like well I don't care like this is where like my brain like my brain needs to go and it might hurt sometimes and maybe Maybe it's worth it. That's beautiful. Um, but also, I would say, like, be brave and, like, tell someone that you've been fantasizing about them or, like, what you've been dreaming of because maybe they could make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yay. Those are the signs. Those are all the signs. Get chatting. <laughs> okay, go talk to someone. <laughs> I was going to sing the wrong song. Oh. Hot Topic. <laughs> I was going hotline thing and then I was like. <sighs> Different hot. Different. Different hot song. Hot. Okay. In Hot Topic every week, we talk about a hot topic. And today, <laughs> that's not astrology related typically. Um, today we're talking about intimacy. Beautiful. Leading off of our communicative segment. Okay, this is something like I have been thinking about recently because 
I really like, I just like didn't have that in my past relationships like at all. And obviously like I didn't know that, but because I think I just thought intimacy was sex, Mm -hmm. which like kind of obviously, but like not only. And I just was like, that's so interesting because it's literally like, obviously like I'm very lucky. I feel like I have very intimate friendships. And mm-hmm. like very close friendships. So like for me, it was just like a French. Like I just <laughs> like I didn't really like think about it till recently that I had only experienced that in my friendships. And then you're like, oh, my like, obviously, like I feel like I have very nice and intimate relationship right now. But like, it's so interesting that like I'm like, I definitely just didn't have that at all in my past relationships. Mm hmm. And I do think it's just funny that I, like, didn't separate it out from, like, an aspect of friendship. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't have, like, a lot more to say on it. I just think it's, like, it's just, like, a funny thing that you're, like, oh, it's, like, a whole other part of, like, being in a relationship. Yeah, to, like, develop. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so it nice. Really nice. It's like having friendships and I love having friends, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, oh my God, that's so interesting. Cause I just like, I mean, I didn't really like, like I didn't, I mean, I liked my second ex-boyfriend, but my first ex-boyfriend, I didn't really like him. So there was no desire to like be right. close yeah. to him. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And the second one, he was like always not around. So there was just not opportunity so to much build you could that. Do, yeah. So I just think that's, I'm like, just recently I've been like, oh, that's something I didn't like. I didn't like name it mm-hmm. until recently that it's something that was in my relationship. Because literally I was just like, wow, a beautiful friendship we have. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm just so, yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's, that's my speech. I've realized recently that I like, um... Which I'm like, maybe this is obvious to like everyone else, but like, I definitely like don't date, haven't been dating people that are good for me or that I actually like, like to avoid intimacy. Yeah. Which is, you know, just a thing. But the other thing I've been thinking about a lot recently is how I'm such an oversharer. Mm-hmm. especially for someone with Scorpio placements like me where like a lot of things in my chart I'm like hmm I should definitely be like super like private and like more secretive than I am but like just having um a BFA in musical theater I like <laughs> yeah. said to someone yesterday I was like I literally have a BFA in being able to share in being able to yeah. share the most intimate parts of my life with literal strangers yeah. or like in front of an audience. Um, so I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot about like how I, I have such, I guess just like Aquarius detachment from like, yeah, I could tell you anything that doesn't like necessarily mean that like I am being vulnerable or creating yeah. intimacy in those moments. Like there's like a disconnect for me. Like I can tell you stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting, but that makes sense. I don't know. Again, I think like my view of intimacy is still physical, but not like sexual but I think that's just like I have a lot of fire energy and I think that just does lean more like yeah 
actions and things like like literally like this all clicked for me when we were literally like I was in the shower and my boyfriend was just like shaving also in the bathroom and we weren't having like a sexual shower experience. We just were both like getting ready Mm -hmm. in the bathroom and like talking. And I was like, wait, this is so cute. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that was when I was like, oh, like this is like a non-sexual but like intimate thing. Yeah. Like that's Mm -hmm. when it like kind of all of this was like, oh, I literally because this is like. I don't know. You would like get ready with your friends that way or like, you know what I mean? Like that is just like you get ready to go out or whatever. Like you share just like moments like that. Like that was just like when I was like, oh, my God, wait, this is like what's different or like this is what I never had in a relationship before. Like I would never be like if it wasn't supposed to be like a sex thing, I would never be like stand outside the shower so I can (laughs) talk to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I guess like for me, it's less about like the sharing thing, but I also just share a lot too. Yeah. I guess it's like the, what you are describing is like that comfort in like coexisting in a way that Mm -hmm. you would usually only like do by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it not feeling like. Like you have to like. For me, like, perform or be, like, on. Yeah. Or do, yeah, do anything differently than you yeah. would if you were just, like, getting ready by yourself. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there definitely is a whole other layer of, like, sharing and closeness in communication and stuff, which for me either isn't as hard. I guess, like, I I, I get, like, weird about, like, sharing sometimes but I also am like an overshare to like you I feel like I just like will say stuff but like obviously like my partner is not that way so like for him I'm sure more of the intimacy feels like in the like the space that is held for like communication where for me obviously I like really respect that and I love that but I think for me it's more in the moments where I don't have to be like on or feel like I'm performing or I feel like I need to be like doing something for someone else yeah because that's just like probably more the side I lean where he probably leans more to the side of like not a huge you know communicator or whatever yeah and I guess that there is just like that difference like in it's like internal because right now I'm trying to imagine like okay sometimes I like go into work and I'm like to my friends and I'm like well I've had this huge realization this morning and it is like these intimate details of my life or like my psyche or whatever like yeah here's what I talked about in therapy today and can you believe my therapist said this and I had never thought about it that way before like yeah but I do like kind of perform it Mm -hmm. in a way like I'm always saying it in a funny way and then there is like that difference if it if I'm like one-on-one with someone that I feel like emotionally intimate with it is like it's just I guess you just like share things in a different way and it's more of like yeah like how you feel in a moment as opposed to like facts about your life yeah yeah yeah. totally yeah I mean I guess like that is like a thing too like I feel like both of us like look at things that happen to us as just like like that's just like the reality yeah of stuff so it doesn't seem like scary to share or something but I know that's not how everyone I don't think everyone perceives things yeah that way sure like not. 
yeah like I just always like if something happens to me no matter how embarrassing or how (laughs) deep or whatever it's just like reality of what existed what happened so I never like I don't feel like it's something that's like intimate or close but like I don't think that's like how everyone perceives things yeah I guess I also just like have this like belief that like don't do anything you don't want other people to know about yeah like I guess I just that's how I like align myself with my like morals I guess Uh if like if I'm like thinking about doing something and then I'm like ah but I would like hate it if everyone knew that I did that then I'm like oh that is probably a sign to me that it's like not something that aligns with with me that makes sense that does make sense so then I like don't do shit that I'm not like willing to like yeah tell everyone that I know about yeah totally okay how how do we build intimacy with someone there's a question um I don't know I feel like it's it's definitely something that you like at least for me like it's it's very much a like you either click with someone or you don't kind of thing like I find that like some of my connections just are naturally more intimate not to say that of course you can't you can't build intimacy with someone but like I know I mean for sure it's a comfort thing you have to mm-hmm. be first comfortable to even want to like move further but I do think it's also like a time thing too yeah. like I think you just have to have like experienced enough things together to make it feel like it's like a safe place or like a whatever like you you know what you're gonna get if mm-hmm. you share yeah kind yeah. of vibe um But I don't know. I mean, I guess also just doing things like having conversations (laughs) and like, you know, like communicating your needs or communicating what you care about or like what you want out of a relationship or like what you're looking for from a partner. Like, I feel like all those things are just like building that up and then you kind of like can learn more like about like what your partner needs from like your your relationship space kind of vibe Mm -hmm. and I think it's also just like something that both people have to want yeah for sure you can like not have intimacy if just like one person is like please please let's be intimate like no it has to be like a mutually consensual and like intentional thing that Mm -hmm. happens yeah and I think like I don't know for me I think it very much like stems from being like physically intimate but then Like, I don't think I could, especially with, like, a partner. Like, I don't think I would, if I didn't feel safe, like, in a sexual sense, like, I don't think it would move further than that for Mm me. But, like, so I think it maybe, but then I think for some people it's, like, more communication-based or for some people it's more, like, you know, whatever. So I think there's, like, figure out what you need to, like, feel like you can go to the next level or, like, what you need to gain from something. And then once that's, like, broken down or whatever then like maybe is where you can start to like build upon maybe 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 I love it um get out there and be intimate (laughs) good luck sluts have fun all right Drake hotline ring hotline ring (laughs) Up next, 
is our slut hotline. Your crush crisis line, if you will. Um, we have in the description of this podcast or if you go to all of our social medias there's a link and it goes to a google doc and you can ask us a question you can ask us for advice you can tell us a silly dating story you can request astrology topics for us to cover and we'd love to hear from you so fill it out you want to read this week's submission yeah hey besties so of course i want to say i love your podcast so so much i get so excited to soak in some slutty knowledge every week <laughs> the parasocial relationship is real i know all these coworker submissions are killing y'all but i th- i think venus retrograde is rearing its head here so i just had to write in to hear your astrological insight and to spill the tea offs so i am 22 and a Leo Sun, Scorpio Moon, Libra Rising, with a Gemini, Venus, Cancer, Mercury, and Sagittarius, Mars. There are literally zero Earth signs in my chart. My coworker is freshly 45, dot, 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 no comment. Not no comment. Not no comment. We'll get back to it. There's plenty of comments. (laughs) And a Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon, just like my toxic ex, hard eye emoji. Mm Mm-hmm. Leo rising with a Virgo Venus, Leo Mercury, and Virgo Mars. So long story short, I have been working the same summer job for four (laughs) years. And last summer there were... Since you were 18? 18. Okay. Okay. Just just checking the math there. And there were heavy flirty vibes at a couple work gatherings with this coworker. He even put his hand on my thigh under the table at the second event. So I was not imagining. Ha ha ha. So anyway, he was drunk texting me flirty shit all summer and eventually the two of us ended up going out for dinner and to an event together. Was it a date? Who knows? But he did insist on paying for dinner. He is super charismatic and of course I felt, of course, and I felt like we weirdly clicked so I was thriving TBH. We had a great time on the maybe date even without understanding each other's pop culture references, LMAO. (laughs) So the day after we hung out, I went abroad for nine months, and I'm now back in the U.S. for the summer at the same job. I've been told by other coworkers that he is, quote, in love with this new woman, but the vibes between us have simply not changed. In the spirit of Venus retrograde, my boss has just assigned the two of us to work closely (laughs) on a long-term project together. I love that. I know. Literally. And I'm I'm low-key stressed because last summer was a real emotional saga. Forgot to mention that he has a precious nine-year-old daughter who is obsessed with me. Complicated as an understatement. What do we think? Honestly, I sometimes accidentally make people fall in love with me and I don't want to trip and trip and blow up his new relationship. Bahaha. Or do I? (laughs) Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Love you both. You okay. messy bitch. You messy bitch. <laughs> okay. Okay, I just have so many thoughts. Yeah. First, I think we should cover uh just overall thoughts are absolutely not why would you want to date an old man? Yeah. Okay. And not just any old man, a Massachusetts cancer man. I literally can't think of a worse combination. <laughs> A man that's old from Massachusetts and a cancer? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like, I just, like, as people that are older than you, like, we have to just, like, say that 
you are really young and like I know you're 22 and you don't think you're really young but like you are really young and someone who is single at 45 and like I shouldn't say single someone that is dating someone 20 plus years younger than them at 45 is just a huge red flag because why can't they date someone their own age what is what are they lacking emotionally whatever that they are like not pursuing people their own age I obviously don't know how old this woman is that he's dating right now but I just think it's fucking weird and I do think it's fucking weird that he has a young daughter like okay would you want like some 45 year old daughter guy dating your daughter when she was in 10 years you know what I mean right so I understand I, you know, older guys are hot, but how hot are they? Hot he can't enough? be that hot. He can't be that hot. And also like, yeah, as you were just saying, like, why would he not want to date? Like women in their 40s are so hot and successful and mature. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you not want to date that? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's always what gives me pause is like. Like, no offense to you at all. Like, yes. Like, of course you would want to date him, but he should not want to date you. Yes, exactly. Like, someone his age could, like, have their own business, own property. They could, like, have, you know. Understand that he's a dad. Yeah, like, a similar relationship with their kids. Like, really see him at his, like, level or, like, maybe push him to be better. Or, like, could really, like, learn from each other. Be so interesting. Like, you just have done so much by 40 and you could do so much by 40. So, yes, like, it just, like, it's, like, a little scary. And, like, I just always think, like, is he, like, what is he looking for from you? Like, does he like that, like... He feels like he's really impressive. Like, does that stroke his ego that, like, he can pay for dinners for you? And, like, you know, a 22-year-old guy, like, sometimes he can't take you out to a nice dinner. Okay, that is also so weird to me. (laughs) I'm like, I keep thinking that, too. I'm like, where do you guys work that he also works there? Unless, because you haven't said you're, like, his subordinate. Right. I feel like that would be relevant. Yeah, for, like, a work thing, for sure. So I don't know about that. So yeah, exactly. Like he wants to pay for dinner, but like actually you are probably more financially well off because I am assuming you just have like less bills or like you don't have a kid to pay for. Right. So you probably do have more money than him. Yeah. Which is fine. You don't just have the same amount of money as your partner, but I'm just imagining that Mm -hmm. that is like part of the power dynamic here in which he's like, well, I'm the adult. But, like, you're actually so much cooler and, like... I know. You're gonna be more successful than him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, I do think, like, your Leo son loves that you feel special. You love that you, like, someone older than you thinks you're so mature or so smart or whatever. Like, I gotta... I, I'm the same way. So, like, it does feel, like, very, like... Um, like I think we talked about what were we, 
maybe with Capricorn Mars last week, like I feel like I literally was just saying like how you feel so special to be like picked by that Capricorn energy, like kind of giving that like, especially like he has some Capricorn moon, some earth sign placements and then you're Leo, like would just love that. Like, oh my God, like, and if he's attractive, like I'm sure there's like some little like, you know, gossip, gossip from the other people you work with. Like, oh my God, hot dad alert kind of vibe. So you love that he's like picked you probably. And also then your Scorpio moon too would like love that it's like a little mm-hmm. inappropriate, like a little messy. Like I get why you're into it. And also you have like Sag and Gemini, like Mars and Venus. So yeah. it's like, it's just silly goofy. It doesn't matter. We're doing it for the bit. Yeah. Which like, it's fine if you're doing it for the bit, but like, I don't think it should be anything more than a bit. And it seems like you are emotionally, like you said, it was like an emotional saga roller coaster or something last year. So it does seem like something hurt you. On the emotional roller coaster. I, at first I read this and I was like, I'm not even looking at any of the astrology because my answer is just no. I know. I was I like, know. it's Venus retrograde. I know. And hopefully the summer is almost over. So you never have to see him again until next summer. And I was like, there's just nothing a chart could tell me that wouldn't change no, my opinion totally. of no. But I got over myself and I ran your composite chart. Y'all have composite is when you take your birth chart and his birth chart and we're going to add them together, like find everything in the middle. Mm -hmm. So there's one placement for everything. It's like representative of your relationship as its own entity. You have the sun, Venus, Mercury, and the North Node all in the 12th house. So this is just like never going to be a relationship that is not secretive and hidden and like something Mm. that you would not be proud of. And like just all everything's happening in the shadows between the two of you, your relationship as a whole. It's just never not going to be that. You also have Chiron in the seventh house. Chiron is like the wounded healer. It's giving wounding in your partnership whether that's because like he is cheating on you or cheating on someone else with you and that is causing wounding to him and another person and to you or it's like if you were to be in a relationship together I think it would just like cause hurt and like trauma to both of you and then you have both Uranus and Neptune in the fifth house which like okay, yes, we could read this as being like dreamy and fun and like hot rebellion and like your sex and like dating kind of like shenanigans. But I think it could also like just as easily lean to something that is like confusing and inconsistent and unstable and just like hurtful to you. Yeah, I didn't look into the astrology either. I was (laughs) like, I don't need to know. Um, But yes, and... I mean, like, also, like, it's just, like, there are, like, little things like that. Like, your, like, your son or his son is in, like, your 10th house. Like, that is just, like, it's giving that, like, little silly work crush energy. You are a Leo son to his Leo rising. We talk about that all the time is that, like, crush at first sight vibe. And I just think it's, I think we leave it there. Yeah. Like, maybe you have just, like, some silly fun banter at work for, I don't know how much longer if this is like a summer job or if you're staying longer, but like for the next couple weeks or whatever it is. And then I think we say goodbye. I don't think get this child involved. Please. No, I don't. That's just going to make it harder for you. Yeah, exactly. 
I think he's just a 45-year-old man from Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, In your sinistry chart also, like, your moon is conjunct his Uranus. So that is also just giving, like, the emotional roller coaster saga, like, unexpected. He's not someone that's going to be able to give you, like, emotional security ever. It's, like, mm-hmm. not, you know, we of course we could work on it, but, like, it's not it's foundational to the two of yours dynamic and as a 45 year old man from massachusetts i just can't imagine he's going to be changing his ways all that much no totally sorry to like anyone from massachusetts listening to this i have my i've dated a lot of men from massachusetts i feel like Can i you know tell? Them. <laughs> i feel like i know them pretty well um uh, last astrology thing that I'd like to mention is since you are a Libra rising, the eclipses that are coming up mm-hmm. for the next, what, like year and a half or yeah. something are all going to be in your first and seventh house. So I think you're going to have a lot of moments coming up working out the like, who am I versus like, who am I in a relationship? We've got some things to learn and some uh some plot points seem to be on the horizon hopefully not with this dude yeah (laughs) hopefully you are learning those lessons in another area of life Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I think it's just a red flagathon that you don't (laughs) you don't need to go through you don't need it you don't need it at all we don't need it Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. But thank you for writing in. Thank you for writing in. It was brave of you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like dying to know what you thought we were going to say. I know. Me too. Um, but we said that. No. No. <laughs> Immediately no. That is all we have for our episode today. Thanks for listening. Follow us on socials. Leave us a review. Please leave us a five-star review. We love you. And we have condoms if you're in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) We'll hand them out. Maybe we should do like a scavenger hunt. We should just put them places. That would be fun. Okay, we'll do that. We'll like put them places and then we'll post on Instagram or something where we left them. Cute. Yay. We'll see you next week, sluts. Bye, sluts. Bye.